Uh, I can 100% blank a court, mushrooms like that. I got it, I felt it here. You know, like, Ugh. And the priest slowly opens the Bible and there's a gun. Sonic story has got so much to it. And we're gonna be talking spoilers. I'm warning you, look at Ross's warning face. This is the warning face. Let's go. Okay, welcome back, guys. We're back to talk full spoilers about Sonic. It's a huge film. So much happened, Russ. What did you think of the opening? How it started? Talk me through it. What did you think? So, the way this film started, I'm going to be real honest with you here. I'm going to be really, really 100% honest. I, 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 I from the first few minutes, oh, I was, a, I was a little worried. That, like, that whole Blue Justice scene, didn't love it. <laughs> No, no. It, it. I like that you still lived in Green Hill Zone or Green Hills. Sorry. Um, and it so. It, I guess it was just to make a point that he's just a kid and he does stuff wrong. And if we look at it from that, I kind of get what they were going for, but it felt more like it was just a nod to Sonic Adventure Two and One. And One. Yeah. Sorry. They, yeah, they do have the, the whole city escape thing in both of those. I think that this film, like breaking down the themes in it, it seems to be more about finding your tribe and yeah. each of the characters that it goes through like we're just going to jump straight into this guys we're just going to go straight down into the character stuff knuckles is the last of the echidnas he is lonely his only friend at this point seems to be robotnik tails is tormented for having two tails by his tribe and sonic is the only alien on the planet so they're all lonely and it's a great like technique of driving all the characters together even at the point where they don't know each other and they don't get on you're still getting these threads of oh they're all looking for something and eventually it's going to culminate hopefully that it's all in being together so we kick off with robotnik don't we on the mushroom planet that intro scene was hilarious i think the robotnik scene was great what did you think of robotnik's mushroom haven <laughs> the, the robotnik scene was great yeah and because it's, it's jim carrey being full-on jim carrey and he's like making mushroom coffee and it's just like oh, great. which is a okay. thing that's a real thing Ugh, it, i've never mushrooms. tried it Mushrooms. You can't, you can't blanket coat mushrooms like that. Uh, I can 100% blanket coat <laughs> mushrooms like that. Every mushroom is disgusting. What is that texture? What is that texture? The texture is weird, but it depends on how you cook it. And we're getting sidetracked, Ross. So we're not talking about mushrooms. I feel like this is the real. I feel like this is the real issue of <laughs> yes. Sonic Two, the movie, is how disgusting is, yes. mushrooms are. Well, he learns. If Rotnik can learn to love them, I think you can too. Um, I, I was confused by something, and I've not seen anyone else bring up this part. Okay. Yeah. I know I, what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. The humans that came through the pole. There's just no explanation. <laughs> there's no reference to them ever again. Maybe zoom on Ross's face when he does that. Oh my God. Uh, but, but it was. It, I'm so glad you said this because I, I, I. Obviously, it's like a done, forget about it. And it's nowhere. Nobody online is talking about it. There's no like, oh, well, there's like a weird thing that happened there. These three guys come on with like, uh, have you ever seen Stargate, the movie? And or of course I've seen Stargate with the Anubis heads. They're yes, fucking that's awesome. what they look like. That's yeah, what they, they look like. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's obviously going to play some sort of role. And then it's just instantly forgotten about. Uh, yeah. And it's, like, it's weird because it, it, it's just sort of brushed aside when, when Knuckles comes through and it's Knuckles' intro looking awesome with his glowing eyes. And I was like, oh, cool. Okay, we're getting a pretty amazing Red Terminator is what I've written in my notes. As if you listen to episode one of this, you'll know exactly why we're excited about this. Um, 
I, I think they, the humanoids, if they are humans, they might just be humanoid. I think they may come back into it later on. And this is something I'm going to bring up when we get to the after credit scene, as which I hope you stayed for, right? Yes, of course. Of okay, course. good. Right. So there's an after credit scene, which we'll get to later on. Um, I think Knuckles is super imposing. And I think Robotnik is obviously loving his new wrecking machine as he pummels through Sonic's house. And I, <laughs> something else pulled out of me as well. After all this scene happens at the house, and Sonic is getting beaten by Knuckles. They do eventually escape, which is great. Tails turns up. This is our introduction to Tails and Knuckles all at once. We did mention that Tails might be a little bit overshadowed by that, but that might be why, because they come together uh, at the same uh, time. I see what you did there. I uh, see what you did there. Uh, oh, uh. It was accidental. Uh, <laughs> Where did the dog go? Hmm. Uh, Just see, to cast I was, that out there. <laughs> uh, look, I was I was already by that stage. I was too uh, bamboozled by the fact that Sonic had made a Jean Ralphio from Parks and Rec reference. That any any actual story things after that just made no difference to me. What did he say? So you, have you do you have you watched Parks and Rec? I, I haven't. No, that's I think why the uh, reference is gone. So I didn't understand Parks, that reference. Well, I'll tell you, Parks and Rec is one of the greatest TV shows ever made, and Ben Schwartz, the voice of Sonic, plays easily the best character in the entire show called John Ralphio. Now he's only in very few episodes, but he has like a catchphrase of sorts that when he comes up to people, everybody hates him. He's this really annoying guy. And he comes up and he says, it's the worst. And Sonic says that in the he film does and does the that. hand thing and everything. So I was just after that. I mean, to be honest, anything could happen in this film after that. And I'm like, yeah, and that was, you were sold. You were absolutely sold in it. <laughs> So to answer your question, I have no idea what happened to the dog. <laughs> yeah, it just, it doesn't even matter in this universe anymore. Yeah, I, I was baffled and I didn't notice that until I saw someone else mention it. And they made this big thing about the dog being part of the family in the first one. And then it just disappeared and it's never mentioned again. But you see, you've, you've, you've hit on something that is very key there. And, okay. and the two points you've just made further this argument right so okay. the first part of the movie we both noticed we both said we maybe weren't that into it and we both noticed the whole what were those humans what was going on with those guys right yeah but the rest of the film and what was happening later was so entertaining that at the time we weren't thinking where's that dog gone because we okay. were just getting drawn along with the plot and like knuckles was essentially like terminator running, after, running the after the car yeah. at one point and i was like this is this is amazing like and he's hang gliding and everything. He glided too, like. and grabbed on. Yeah, he did. Again, a Terminator reference, hanging on the back of the police car, getting dragged down the road. Yeah. And he, yeah. he, he smashes through a he smashes through a truck that has like Splash Hill zone on it, which is a level in Sonic 4. Yeah. So yeah. nice, there nice. You go. nice for catching and there's like so many references. The, the, the coffee shop that Robotnik's underling has is called the Mean Bean Coffee Shop, which is of course. Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. So there's just ah, so many like little... This is what I like. I like that they did hit on all these little Easter eggs for people. And there's a lot of them that you won't even notice and there's something that you will. And there's some later on that we'll get to definitely about even some of like the musical cues, which I noticed. And, and I know my, my friend Will, who I took with me, He's a musician as well, and he, I got a sharp elbow going, they're doing it! And I was like, I know! What, what else did I want to bring up? I wanted to bring up the human plot, because we, we mentioned that in the last episode. <laughs> and how plot. it, yes, plot, it was rather superfluous. It wasn't needed. It was just kind of to push them out the way. But I will say, I'll give it one piece of credit. 
that I did not expect all of those best men and the groom to be undercover agents working for gun. Th there is a laugh, like I mean, I like a laugh. The three, pe the two people I went to see it with, three including myself. So I obviously go to see films with myself. But anyway, we all burst out laughing. There's a part where he, she looks at the priest, and the priest slowly opens the Bible, and there's a gun in the Bible, and I'm like, come on. But even even the way. Like the, the soldiers are called Gun, which is from Sonic Adventure 2. It's like. It is. It is. It's uh, the Guardian Unit of Nations, uh, which is run by Commander Walters, played by Tom Butler. I did not see that coming. And this also connects to, again, the after credit scene, which I didn't. When he mentioned that, I didn't pick up on it. I didn't automatically link that, and I don't know why. But but before we get to like the after credit scene and maybe some later stuff, I, this is the question that I wanted to pose to you, and I'm so intrigued to hear your take on this. Okay, so so this maybe did so this did something that that I don't think video games, video game movies have done so far, and I actually think this is why it's more successful. And again, I want to hear your take on this. So like, for instance, video game films have a tendency to either completely disregard all the lore entirely and do their own thing. Like that crazy Mario movie with like all the Koopas with the small heads and it's just what, what and Luigi's like this crazy dinosaur. Anyway, what is that? What is that? Then there's the ones that are like, we have to rigidly recreate like almost everything down to like a crazy level of that. You're like, okay, this doesn't maybe work on the big screen. So maybe don't go for the full on. So this did something that I think is so clever. And it it, it mixed them both in a, in a way that's like, okay, so... Sonic is getting, he's in a, he's in a you know, in a, a frozen ice mountaintops and he has to get away. So he goes down the ice caps, like that level ice cap zone from Sonic 3. And it's the very same as it. And it, it brings all the same things. So you're like, oh, that's like ice cap zone. And then later on, there's a maze in it and he's going through the maze. And it's like, it's I got the same. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's got, exactly. And it's got the same murals and stuff on the walls. So I think it does something very clever. That's like, it uses the lore and the levels really well but it's not like we have to have sonic back in his old world to adhere to this it, it mixes in in a way that's very clever that allows them to play in our world but also be like yo but this is look we, we, it's the level guys come you, on, guys you can it. see it's, <laughs> you, it's the level come on so yeah. yeah so i just wanted your take on what do you think as a way for video game movies going forward mm -hmm. and even comic book movies which again tend to do the same almost yeah. adherence to you must have mcu films must have exactly the plot of all these comic books or yeah. you know morbius what is that anyway yeah. so you have those kind of things you know so, so just what do you think of that take do you think that's a good way going forward do you think it's a i think it's i think it's personally i think it's a very clever way and i think that kind of makes people get on board with it that you're not like well you have to know that's ice cap zone to get it i think it's a good way to do it and i think the way that this film worked in really cleverly is that sonic doesn't know it and he's the character that we're learning the world through so he doesn't really know where he's from and he doesn't really know about Earth either. So blending them both through his eyes while using Knuckles and these outside characters and obviously Tails coming in from where... Where is Tails from? Is he from Mobius? Is it Mobius? So it's, Mo it's Mobius, yeah. Mobius? So he lives on... And, and there's a, she, he actually... He, she, it's a voice actress is a, is a, is a lady. She? That's yeah. why it's she, yeah. But they, they actually mention the island that Tails is actually from. Tails actually says it in the movie, which I'm like... It's such a deep cut reference. I'm like, there was no need for them to put that in, but they did, which I'm like, go, 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 you guys, go, you guys. It leaves you. I think what, what, what works is that they're leaving space for you to think about it. 
So it's not like, look at this and this is how it works and this is all the thing and then we're explaining it and this is this. It's more just like, oh, the island that I'm from. And it just sort of leaves it like, oh, okay, we can explore that later. Because a real conversation, like if you were to ask where I was from, I'd probably go, oh, I'm from a little town near Manchester. I'm not going to say, oh, well, actually, I'm from this little tiny hamlet, which happens to be the biggest borough in all of the UK, like, and going to about the churches. Well, can I ask why not? Because that second description sounded I mean, much better than the it first. It does sound good, <laughs> but it also locates me to a lot of people online. And I, <laughs> so I'm not going to do that. It's true, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, it's my bedroom that I'm recording this from, so I mean, yeah. I'm very exposed. <laughs> well... I had Shark Select turn up outside of my workplace and send me a photograph stood outside my window, like... Ugh, I mean, of, of all people, you don't want, like, of all a group especially of people, Select. you don't want outside your workplace. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know those guys. No, I, 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 to be honest, I love, I love the boys. I love the boys from Shark Select. They're, I've been to barbecues with them and everything now. I hope you know this is jest. I'm not actually being like... <laughs> They're not stood offside of the camera making me say this right now. <laughs> but yes, so... I, I think it's a good way to do it, to answer your question. I think it's a great way to explore world building in a lighter context rather than just filling all the blanks in one go. Because they've said that they want to do a full cinematic universe for, for Sonic. This is They want to expand more, which is amazing. Um, what did you think of the dance-off? Because obviously you mentioned about the, uh, the ice section. I think all of that part in the ice temple is amazing. Looks like Fendrana drifts from Metroid Prime. See that here on screen. Everyone knows that's one of my favorite games. But yeah, I was confused by that bit. I thought I was going to really hate it. And it didn't hate it as much as I thought I did or would. Um, uh, like, I would say I definitely didn't hate it. Mm -hmm. Did it slow the film down and go on a bit too long? Of course. But of again, course. <laughs> it's with that recognition that, look, it's a, it is a kid's film at heart. Yeah. You, can't, we, I, you know, I'm trying not to... Like I'm trying not to, it's a weird thing. And it's a weird thing because mm -hmm. something like, and of course I always, you know, on everything I talk about, I always reference Bumblebee. Like for some reason, I will judge something like Bumblebee harsher than I'll judge this because I think there was a, a definite, like a vibe, a different vibe to this film that it is very much, look, it's a, it's a lot more tongue in cheek, a lot more younger audience. So yeah. if there is a dance off, you know what? And I'm like, I'm like losing interest. And then when he's dancing, he does like a Sonic Adventure pose. And I'm like, okay, you got, you got me back in now. Yeah, you got that me was back cool in. That. Yeah. 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 And also it like, it is, it does kind of serve a story purpose. Cause like him and Tails are building the relationship and the rapport. Yes. And I'm like, all right, okay. Look, do I love it? No. Did I hate it? Definitely not. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. It, 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 it wasn't hateable. It was a little bit, uh, but the bit that comes right after that, was a real heartfelt moment. And I think this might have been one of the moments that in part one that you were talking about when- 100%, yeah. Yes, so Tails crawls up to the fireplace. So obviously they're in Siberia. They've traveled to try and find this um, this compass to find the, the Chaos Emeralds. This, this and MacGuffin. <laughs> exactly, you got to find the thing, to find the thing, to find the thing. There was no need to do this, but they did it anyway. Um, so Tails curls up by the fireplace to go to sleep and he's already, he's, he's, he's tuckered out that little boy. So he, he just, Sonic goes over and puts a blanket on him and it's so cute. It's like, ah, oh, like Sonic's caring about this, this kid. And then he crawls up next up behind him, doesn't he? Falls asleep too. And then Tails' tails fluff out from underneath the blanket and use that as a blanket. And I, I, I got it, I felt it here. You know, like, ugh. <laughs> And, and, I, and I think it's it's just just before it, I'm pretty sure, or maybe it's literally just after, mm -hmm. uh, there's a line for, where Sonic's like, and it, it's a pure Sonic from the game's line, where he's like, come on, come on, pal. 
and and Tails is like, do you really mean that? And he's like, oh, really mean what? He said, do you really mean I'm your pal? And it was yeah, just, yeah. that's all it was. And Sonic's like, of course you are, pal. And that's all it was. There was no extended mm-hmm. scene. It was, ju- and that's all you needed because it tells you yes. everything about those two guys. Sonic's already just like, come on, buddy. Mm-hmm. We're in it together. And Tails is affected by that. And that's, is, yeah. that's all you need to show is that little thing. Um, so can I ask you yeah. a, a question at this moment, at this of juncture? Course. What was your favorite moment of the film? Like, was there, is there a standout moment for you? Was there like a, this is the part I'm like, okay, Ooh. I'm actually loving this. Okay. I think it might have been... I love the running on the water scene. Yes. Excellent, actually. When Sonic and Knuckles had a fight, which ended in them switching and becoming friends. Oh, yes, yeah. Because, yeah, that for me... I remember I said earlier that the, 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 on the last part that I was... The, the violent part. part. There was a really, really violent part yeah, of that. Uh, was. I can talk about it, right? Yeah, can, no, we're we're in we're full in spoilers, spoilers now. Yeah, yeah. So Sonic and Knuckles like they're properly act like properly fighting, like and yeah. And you Sonic, see how strong they both are, don't you? Like you, you're like okay, they're both strong beings. They've got power, you know. And Knuckles, he's like he, you can tell he's like he's angry and he's yeah. like you're undisciplined and he's really like. Mm-hmm. And then Sonic eventually kind of gets himself together and he he just like he pummels him attacks. down, doesn't he? Yeah, and he smashes him down through the floor and the camera takes this side perspective and Knuckles is just being hammered into the ground. He keeps hitting it, man. He's ragdolling him. And it's like, oh my God, man. Yeah, I actually said, oh my God. I I remember saying it. Oh shit, like that was was way more violent than I thought it was going to be. And there's a great moment where Knuckles is trying to punch him and he's like doing loads of punches and it's again side on and it is one of the digging animations from the old games when you dig through the walls and it's like ah you're doing it again it's great but there is a moment here that I I want to pick your brain on actually where up until this point Knuckles has been led to believe that Robotnik is his friend and we get a really interesting scene just before this when they find the Master Emerald where they work their way through the labyrinth zone, going through all the traps. And there's some funny little quips. And it's also where I noticed that Knuckles is wearing Timberland boots because <laughs> his feet are up in the air. Same grips. Just to point that out. Sponsor. Um, <laughs> so all this way, you, you think that Robotnik is Knuckles' friend. And it turns out that he's been using him the whole time. Obviously, us as viewers, we know this, but Knuckles finds this out. And he is actually hurt. You see that he genuinely thought this was his first friend outside of the tribe that he lost. And he's just been betrayed and left to drown underneath the water. How did you think about, what did you feel about that? There's a great moment where as that's happening, Sasonic is going to save Knuckles and Knuckles almost, he tries to get out and then it's, you can almost see the resignation in his face. And it's like you said, the, the, the important beat of that moment is not that Knuckles is trapped. It's like you said, and that's, that's, I'm really glad that you felt that as well. It's like, it's almost a, this isn't just a, like a Knuckles being betrayed by some guy. This is actually, because everybody, even the Sonic games is always like, how does Knuckles always, buy, how do you buy that Robotnik was his friend? But here it's like so cool because it explains, yeah, oh, this is the first connection Knuckles has made with a person. And in Knuckles' head, this guy has helped him out against Sonic and he's like teaching his, our customs and all this. And he even says at one point, that's what friends do. So this isn't just a, a betrayal for Knuckles. This is actually like a proper, my friend 
has turned her back on me, you know, and it's really, it's really affecting. I thought, I'm, I'm really glad you actually picked up on that as well, because I was like, am I reading way too much into no, this? No, like, it, like... it's relevant. And if, if you notice, they they mirror it with uh, Sonic and Tails. It's it's like Tails turning on, or it'd be more like Sonic turning on Tails because Tails, it's his first yeah. friend. Yeah, it'd, it'd literally be the same kind of thing. And we get, this is the moment that I mentioned where me and my friend got a music cue that we noticed. And it was when Knuckles is drowning under the water and Sonic tries to save him. And it does the music from Sonic 2 when you're running out of air, when it goes dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. And it only does it briefly. It is the smallest moment. But we got it. And I, I, I actually wish they would have made a bigger thing out of it because a Sonic actually breathes in the air bubble like in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it literally does the music. And I wish they would have made a bigger moment, even when Sonic tries to jump because Knuckles swims up and gets away. And you think that Sonic's just been left, and I wish they would have done it and done the blah, 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 like the drown noise. And then Knuckles saves him. It's, it's so weird because yeah. I was actually trying to look, I was trying to be like, are they going to do are they gonna do the sound? <laughs> are they and I I couldn't hear it. I'm not saying it wasn't there, because I was I was like, I and I and because they showed the bubble, I'm like, mm-hmm. they're definitely gonna do that. But I feel like if they had gone full on every single person, every single adult in the in the, in cinema would have just like shuddered to themselves yeah, and would. like hung like, themselves uh, to their hearts. Like that's that's the moment. That's one of the moments I really wanted big to see, and that was one of my only little bits that I wish they would have done bigger. But it was still good. I still noticed it. It's there. It's just very subtle, and maybe it's better that it's subtle. Maybe in. 40 years, I'll watch this and I'll be going, oh, I remember. I remember drowning in that purple water in Chemical Plant Zone. Oh, Chemical Plant Zone is a nightmare, to be honest. It is, is a also, there nightmare. Is a, so Sonic has now lost the emerald. Eggman gets away and he is full powered. He's a egg god currently right now. In a very strange vocal effect on his voice that I really liked. It's like a low octave that waves. And he feel Robotnik feels like he exists is existing outside of the universe at this point. He's like, I don't know. How how would you describe it? Like what? So the way I would describe him is firstly it threatening. I actually felt mm. okay. The, the Robotnik has now gone from this like kind of crazy mustachioed kind of you know guy. To he's actually I I felt his threat, and yeah. also it was like an awesome super super overdosed version of Magneto and he's like pulling like yeah, tanks like apart floating, and yeah, yeah. Really and I actually was. was like okay this guy means business now like mm-hmm. this isn't just there's an actual because I felt I felt the first film definitely didn't have enough of a threat that I felt that Sonic was like oh he's actually really kind of under yeah, fire here yeah. whereas, whereas this one I was like okay I'm scared of this guy now it's 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 funny actually. There there was another reference that I got here, and it really drove it home in the the next thing that happened. So his costume changes, doesn't it? It goes black and green. Black and green, yeah. And it really reminded me of this is a weird thing, the end of Aladdin when Jafar becomes more powerful, the most powerful sorcerer in the world of all time. Like, exactly, and he gets his different costume with the black with the red, and then obviously. R.I.P. Gilbert Gottfried, yes, by the way. Yes, Iago. exactly. Yes, Iago. this episode dedicated to Iago, definitely. Um, and then just after that, he actually... Someone says to him, how big of a man are you? And then he goes, let's show you how big of a man I can be. And Jafar says, I can show you how snake-like I can be. And it was like, they've literally just paralleled this amazingly. And it was funny that I thought that first and then they did it. So it was obviously an intentional 
Well, I presume it's an intentional thing. Again, because our age group were the people who watched Aladdin in the cinema as kids and cried at the Cave of Wonders. Maybe that was just me. <laughs> I digress. I mean, I'm not going to say anything to that, man. I'm just yes. going to leave you. <laughs> so he pulls the big, the big thing apart and creates the giant robot Nick, which is the Death Egg from one of the games. From Sonic 2. And exactly. then it repeatedly comes back. Yeah, it yeah. does, yeah. It keeps coming back. And this is the part of the film where we get the Sonic and Tails and Knuckles team up, which was amazing to see on screen. How good? Did you get tingles? Uh, the scene where the three of them, they're standing on top of this rubble and they're like, Knuckles yeah. is punching and Tails is like using his gimmicks and his technology. It was an Avengers and- moment. It, it was, was the an Avengers, Avengers camera going round. And and weird thing is because I'm I, you know I'm a big Avengers guy, I'm a big mm-hmm. comic book guy. But for me, this was like this was Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails. Who yeah. Like I I grew up like my entire life playing those Mega Drive games. I still yeah. do. And it was like there they are to treat them together, and they're all represented who their actual characters are. And oh. I, I was just I was really like proper. And that's why I said that it was good that the threat was big enough to warrant that a moment <laughs> that i was like yes yes and oh, again yeah hell yeah the references just kept flying it was like sonic heroes because yeah. they're all Speaking spinning of flying, away tails got his plane he got his biplane it's a tornado, like, it's a tornado. Yeah, it's a tornado. <sighs> Uh, yes, it just, it made everything. And, and speaking of, you know, it being big moments, the, the egg robot is big. The death egg, he is a, he's a big boy. And we get, <laughs> did, did you know what was coming next, Ross? Because when I saw that, that giant robot, I was like, I think there's only one thing that Sonic can do here in order to beat that. And, and it's referenced... It was referenced earlier on when, when Knuckles says that the Master Emeralds or the, the, the Chaos Emeralds can grant yeah. uh, people's extra strong power. And I was like, we, we, know, we know what's going to happen. We know what's here, going. Yes. Yeah. But, but still, still not to in any way take away from the moment when it happens because yes. I was like <sighs> whooping at the screen when it was going on. Because <laughs> Yes, it's so cool to see that on, on the big screen because... Robotnik comes to a point where he thinks he's won and he stamps this giant foot down on the Wachowski family, I will say. Which is, I was like, wow. Like Again, he, he actually, this is Sonic AM, Sat AM, whatever it is, that strange darkness. Sat AM, yeah. yeah. This is the, the dark version of the, of the Sonic verse. And you think he's, he's won and he, Robotnik laughs inside. He thinks he's finally done it. And then you see the yellow glow come from underneath the foot and Sonic's lifting up the foot and he just fucking blows up through it and shears the head off the robot. I love that. He just spins around it, cuts it off. And there's Robotnik stood back to normal on top because I actually missed. Knuckles punches the emerald out of Robotnik. And he says, this is who I am. Yeah. Absolutely wellies it just out of him. Clocks like. him, yeah. And again, <laughs> not to, and I hate the way I keep doing this, but like I love the Sonic games. And of course, yeah. Knuckles' introduction in Sonic 3 mm-hmm. was when Supersonic with the, the Chaos Emeralds, like Robotnik has the Master Emeralds, yeah. is, is just gliding past. And Knuckles, I don't know where, uppercuts him and hits the Emeralds out of him. Just like here, Knuckles ah, punches nice. Robotnik and knocks See, the I Emeralds. I actually out. haven't played all the way to that one, so I actually <gasps> didn't know that. I know, I know. I, I was dun, never dun, a Sega boy. <laughs> I'm working through them, though. I will. I am gonna. I want to stream them all, so I want to go through them all. So that's, they're definitely uh, listen, on the list. Sonic One, Two, Three, yeah. and Knuckles are four of the greatest games of all time, without a shadow of a doubt. Like now, speaking of being a shadow of a doubt, <laughs> that took way too long to talk on me. <laughs> there is an after-credit scene 
that comes after this, as after credit scenes do. So with the, the Emerald Temples existing on Earth, and the humanoids that approach Dr. Robotnik at the first instance of the film on the, on the Mushroom Planet, I'm sort of presuming that humans have known about the Emeralds before, and about other worlds. And that's because a tank comes out of the ground in this last scene to reveal fucking Shadow the Hedgehog. And if people oh, yeah. don't know who Shadow the Hedgehog, you should know. And we're hoping you've watched the film now that you're listening to this. Otherwise, I've just <laughs> spoiled it for you. Shadow is the opposite version of everything that Sonic is. He's a black and red hedgehog. He was the cooler hedgehog. I really liked him. In, I, I was going through my edgy mosher days, my metal days as a kid. So when I saw well, Shadow, course. I was like, oh, yes. Saying that, I'm 31 and I've only just cut my hair to a, a medium length. It's still reasonably long. This is where the gun was mentioned earlier on. Gun being the company who used a scientist called Gerald to make a supreme being who could handle the Chaos Emeralds. And what's his second name? What's Gerald's second name? Gerald's last name might be Robotnik. Oh my it is god. Ross. It is, I know. <sighs> So is this is this gonna all tie up? Like, because this is where I'm interested. Because Jim Carrey has said this is probably going to be his last film, and it isn't shown whether Robotnik dies after mm. the Death Egg falls over. But you presume it falls from a pretty high up place that it, this might be the end of Robotnik. So, are we now going to get Gerald? Are we going to get an older version of a Robotnik family member? I mean, or is or are they just going to go? Shadows the villain. Shadows exactly. the, the, the the guy. Like like uh, so when you first saw and they were talking about we found this thing in Robotnik's files and it, like a vat was coming up. Did you immediately go? Oh, this is definitely Shadow. Or did you did you think I, anything else for a second? I wasn't sure whether it was going to be the um, what's the liquid blue monster called? Uh, chaos. Is it just called Chaos? Yeah. Sorry. So I at first thought, is it going to be Chaos? But then because of what I've seen of Shadow and played the Shadow the Hedgehog game on the GameCube, the best console ever made, I knew what it was going to be. And I, I said out loud, oh my God, they're not going to do this. And my mate went, what? And I was like, it's fucking Shadow the Hedgehog, as it showed him. And he was like, oh my God, it's Shadow. And I was like, I know. So like, did did you know? Did like Were you as hyped as I was? Like, I'm hyped right now. So, so to, to, I 100% expected it to be Metal yeah. Sonic. When Metal they said, Sonic. Oh. they said we found something in Robotnik's files, and I was like, "Oh my god, they're going to do Metal Sonic, aren't they?" Yeah. And the director Jeff Fowler obviously thought this as well because he was at a premiere, and before the end credits, he stood up and he was like, "Okay, guys, who do we think is going to be in the end credits bit?" And everyone went, "Metal Sonic," and he went, "Oh, uh, don't worry, we're thinking about Metal Sonic." And then he was like, "Okay, flash," and then. Uh, no came way. All right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, look, it, it makes more sense for it to be Shadow, and as a central villain, Shadow will be much better than Metal Sonic. But at the same time, I can definitely see a situation happening where it's like Shadow and Sonic go head-headed and blah blah blah, blah and then the end of the film have to come together to fight perhaps Metal Sonic. That's, that's what that's... I presume will happen because they just did the same thing with Kong versus Godzilla, where they had to come together to spoilers fight Mecha Godzilla. You know? And my God, Godzilla versus Kong is a terrible movie. It's yes, a... Jesus. Okay, Just sorry, that was, that's, that's after version <laughs> over, guys. That's, sorry, had to be said. Had, it to, had be to be said. said. Had to be said to someone. No, I, I completely agree with you. Do you think this is going to get better going forward? Do you think we're going to 
improve each time with the Sonic films? To be honest, if there's the same incremental jump that was made between the first one and the second one, that's on the next one, I am totally on board with this. I, 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 I want to ask you as well, I like so the critical reception to this is like all the fans and all that are like, yeah, this is amazing. And all the critics are like, this is an absolute terrible, terrible film. Yes. Well, what do you think? What do you, what do you make of this whole thing, this whole situation? From, from a standpoint of a fan liking the lore, liking the characters, liking the games, I enjoyed it a lot. It was a lot of fun to watch. From someone who's worked in production, there is a lot of problems with editing. <laughs> I will say there was script issues, a lot of jokes that didn't need so many references, like stop referencing Oprah. Yeah, yeah. Only people in America understand things about Oprah. We don't fucking care, and no one in Amer- in Asia does. Well, like, that's about long 2022. Anyway. No, I know, exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I, there was a moment where the, the running on the waves bit that I mentioned, cinemato- cinematographically, <laughs> it is a word, um, <laughs> amazing, charges up, speeds through the waves, going amazing, and then he falls below the waves, and I was like, this is it, they're going to do the dun 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 dun, running out of air, Tails is going to fly in and Tails save is going to fly in and save <laughs> He just wakes up on the beach. That's, I'm sorry, that's not how big storms at sea work. And it, it set up that moment in such a, okay, this is severe because we know Sonic can't swim and he's terrified. And then he just wakes up anyway and you're like, oh. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's like they yeah. were going to do it and then they changed their minds and then they did yeah. it in the next bit. And that's why that moment was so small. Or it's because this film is two hours long and they did it and had to cut it. So they and then put a little bit in later on. With it being two hours, it was still good though. Like, I, it didn't feel like two hours to me because so much was happening. For, for the most part, like, mm. I mean, that, that wedding bit, I will say, is like, you cut that 20 minutes out of the film, you have the same film, much better. Yes. But that's, I'm, I'm a, I don't know, lately I'm like, make films shorter. So, you know. Every film doesn't have to be three hours like it is now. <clears throat> Dune. Even though I like Dune. <laughs> <laughs> Ross's face. No, no. I, you could, I you could, you could have said the Batman, and you go for Doom. Also I mean, the Batman. Uh, also the Batman. That should have been two films. That should have been two films. Yeah, or I mean, just a two-hour film. I mean, yeah, I, w- I would be much more gracious towards that film if it was not three hours. Sorry, yes. but look, but I just, so I, I just, it's, it's very good to be able to talk about Sonic in such a positive way, to be honest with somebody, because yes. I just, I, I enjoyed it so much, much more than I should have. And mm-hmm. look, I, I know I'm overlooking a lot of flaws. There is, like you said, cinematography is sometimes absolutely horrific. Mm-hmm. A lot of the dialogue, a lot of the, they're like looking for blah, 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 to, to find blah, 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 McGuffin, McGuffin, McGuffin. Yeah, yeah. But there is so much that, and I'm so glad to hear that like a kind of a lot of things and I'm like I kind of like this I wonder they're going for that that you kind of mm-hmm. picked the same kind of things so yeah. that makes me believe that it was intentional so I don't know I'm, it's great to be like ah, so positive it is like Sonic has been in the, what's the opposite the limelight it, 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 is limelight is there red light Sonic has been in the red light for so long no no light surely no light. Sonic has been <laughs> in, in, in the shadows like down in the, in, in the basement for a long time because a lot of the games aren't looked on very highly so to have something positive come out of it is, I agree, absolutely amazing. And I, I just want to shout out the original VFX team. Um, is it Moving Pictures, I think they're called? The, uh, this is the guys who did it for the first film, isn't it? They did, uh, yes. They went under, unfortunately. Yes. After saving the first film and getting this one obviously made, all the crunch time, they went under. And it was such a shame. So 
thank you for making this awesome. You, you've made this franchise a, mm -hmm. a, a thing. It would be not there would be no Sonic franchise without you. I wouldn't no, be wearing no. this T-shirt without. Ah, well, I would anyway. Got still... Sonic T-shirt, nice. <laughs> I I don't have a Sonic T-shirt. Um, I wore a blue shirt, but I do have this. And I wanted to show you that I got. Ah, it's it's not the Lego thing. I I, I bought this for my friend Hugh yes. recently. Enough. It's so cool, isn't it's it? It's very cool. So for audio listeners, it's the Sonic Lego set, officially licensed. Um, and it's like the Green Hill Zone. You get Robotnik, you get some enemies, you get Sonic boxes, rings. I crab meat in this. it. Crab meat is in it, and crab, uh, crab meat. Yeah. The, the, the obviously the crab guy. And ah, uh, uh, yeah. uh, roll something. Roll. Ah, uh, I feel bad. I can't think of his name. To be honest. Yeah. It's very cool. So I'm very excited to, to get that put together. I might do it on stream. So that's why I haven't done it yet. Um, but yes, Russ, this is the end of the show. Would you like to tell the listeners and the viewers where they can find your podcast? Because you've got an astounding podcast that I listen to on the reg. I mean, I mean yes, I, I do a podcast. I if I don't say it's astounding. I think it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's called I Understood That Reference. And it's hosted by myself and my friend Rob, and we talk about films and stuff like that, and games, and we play ludicrous, ludicrous, ludicrous games. And we look, we look like 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 Grief Burrito is the the well oiled machine of the podcast world, as you can tell. This is like the perfect <laughs> look at this, look at the these things egg. beside each other, and it's like Thank look you, at man. this professionalism, and then look at this, and you're like you can pretty much guess what our podcast is like, and that, look that's not a bad thing, and that's who we are. But yeah, we're I understand that enough credit they they have an amazing show guys please check it out you want to hear tin whistles you want to hear their beautiful irish accents you want to hear more of robert cop because that episode <laughs> absolutely killed me yeah that was one of my favorite ones you've done so yes guys thank you so much for listening you can find him at cap understands on twitter you can find me at has wild on twitter and you can find the podcast at grief burrito everywhere youtube thinks you're gonna like all these suggested videos that are popping up around and we'll see you next week Bye. Bye. <laughs>